What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Wednesday, December 23rd, man. Hopefully, all you guys are doing good this week. Hopefully, all you guys have a nice Christmas day. If, if you're giving, if you're, you know, receiving gifts, just be appreciative if you made it this far, man. Every day is a blessing. Don't take for granted each and every single day, man. Try and get better, even if it's just 1% better. Keep striving for greatness. Keep doing what you're doing push in the right direction in 2021, you know, set new goals for yourself, break new barriers, and just keep climbing. And I promise you, ultimately, you're going to get everything that you want out of this world, man. So just keep putting your foot on the gas, man. But of course, we're still dealing with coronavirus, man. So please wash your hands as much as possible to keep the germs off your face and off your hands. As always, if you are in a public area or public space around a lot of people, just wear your mask. When you're by yourself, take it off. It is not that big of a deal. But when you are around a lot of people, just wear the mask and then take it off when you're by yourself, man. When you're at home, be over it. It's not that difficult of a thing to do. And of course, I'm going to continue to say this. If you have any type of sunshine or sunlight, wherever you may be on the globe, man, go outside and get some UV rays, aka sunlight on your skin, because I promise you, the sun kills all viruses and the coronavirus is no different but let's get right into today's topics at hand so last night we had the opening day of the nba where kevin durant and kyrie irving put on a show with the brooklyn nets by absolutely hammering the golden state warriors where they got the w in that game then the second game you had the clippers interrupt the lakers ring night last night where paul george erupted for 33 points alongside Kawhi leonard playing really good basketball and they took down their in-home rivals in the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, tonight's matchups, we are going to have the Milwaukee Bucks heading to Boston to take on the Celtics, which should be a pretty good game. Of course, you got the league's MVP from last year, Giannis and the Bucks, the new-look Bucks at that. They still got Mike Budenholzer, who I'm kind of skeptical on, but they did make some good offseason acquisitions. And most importantly is Drew Holiday, who I believe firmly is the Bucks' second-best player and also should have an all-star type of year. I don't know if he's going to necessarily be an all-star and get selected to the all-star game, but he's going to play like an all-star. Drew Holiday is an elite player in the league, and most importantly, he's going to play like an all-star when it matters most in the playoffs. He can close for you. He can get you a bucket whenever. He can play the point guard. He's going to give you defensive intensity because he's one of the best defensive players in the league. The Bucks should be absolutely excited about the acquisition of Drew Holiday on this team. He's going to bring them a new dynamic that they simply have not had since they have had Giannis in Milwaukee. So that's the big thing that I'm looking for. But of course, we know what the Bucks are going to do. They're going to dominate the regular season. And then when the playoffs get here, they're going to be a different team because they don't know how to operate when the pressure hits. So we'll see what happens with that. But as of now, we know they've dominated the regular season. They've been the number one overall seed in the league for the past couple of years, but it doesn't result in anything in the playoffs because ultimately they always end up flaming out. So we'll see. But for Boston, they are not going to have Kendrick, or excuse me, they are not going to have Kemba Walker for a good portion of the season. I forget exactly what happened, or if it's a surgery, some type of crazy thing. I think it's like a, a cell surgery or a plasma surgery, something crazy NBA players go through. But Kemba will be sidelined for a good part of this season. So the Celtics are going to need a few different contributions. One, they're going to need Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to elevate to all-star superstar levels. They're both already all-star players. They showed that in the bubble. They're both clutch. They both play hard on both ends of the floor. They both can get a bucket. These two guys are both special players. 
but they got to be even better with the absence of Kemba Walker because Kemba is a point guard that can legitimately go off for 60 points on any given night. So you're going to need that type of offensive production. Also, you're going to need production even more so for Marcus Smart too, who played really well in the bubble. He shot the ball really good from deep. He's going to have to continue that in order for the Celtics to maintain success throughout the regular season. And also, you're going to need Aaron Neesmith and Peyton Pritchard to be better. You're going to have Jeff Teague, who's a pretty solid you know, veteran point guard that can teach those guys the ropes. And honestly, Tristan Thompson, who I did hear is a game-time decision tonight, he is going to need to, he's going to have to be a big-time piece for the Celtics because last year it was clear. Daniel Tice, no offense to him, but he's just simply too small. Against Bam Adebayo, against Demontis Sabonis, Joel Embiid, he is going to be too little when it comes to the playoff time. So they're going to need Tristan Thompson to be that guy, that defensive stopper for them as they you know, navigate throughout the East this upcoming season. So that should be an interesting matchup. In this game, I think I'm going to take the Bucks to win this game. So that is that. The next matchup is between two really young and up-and-coming teams or kind of young and up-and-coming teams in the Western Conference. You're going to have the Dallas Mavericks traveling to Phoenix to take on the Suns. Of course, the New Look Suns, who I am very ecstatic to watch tonight because, of course, you know, they already have one of my favorite coaches in the league, Imani Williams, who's an up-and-coming, rising coach. He's been an assistant coach for many years, but now that he's back being a head coach, I'm excited for him. But most importantly, you're going to have CP3, a point guard, one of the greatest point guards of all time, no doubt about it, one of the greatest point guards in NBA history, playing alongside one of the most talented shooting guards in the league in Devin Booker. He's going to make life so much easier for Devin Booker. He's going to put him in better situations to score and be a better teammate. And then DeAndre Ayton, last year he averaged 18 points per game and almost 10 rebounds per game. I expect him to be even better playing alongside a guy like CP3. CP3 is going to give a lot of knowledge to that young core, especially DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker. They're going to benefit the most from getting CP3 in that trade with the Houston, or excuse me, with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Also, they added Jay Crowder. And if you know Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder, since he's been in the league, just like Jimmy Butler, has a history of being on winning teams, whether it was back in Boston when he was with Isaiah Thomas at his prime, Avery Bradley and those guys, even with the Memphis Grizzlies last year. The Memphis Grizzlies were the eighth seed going into the playoffs. Jay Crowder played really well for them before he got traded to Miami. And in the bubble with the Miami Heat, he did a good job of defending Giannis. He did a good job of defending, um, who else, LeBron for some stretches. And really, he did a pretty good job of guarding Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. Jay Crowder is a valuable addition for the Phoenix Suns. So you got them. You got Cameron Johnson, who you drafted out of USC last year. You have Campaign out of Murray State. You got Javon Carter out of West Virginia. You have a really good Phoenix Suns team, but they just need time to build together. Etwan Moore has been a knockdown shooter in this league. They just need this team to gel. And honestly, I don't think they're going to be a fifth seed in the Western Conference like Kendrick Perkins predicted them to be. I do think they'll be somewhere between the sixth, seventh, and eighth seed because they have the talent, no doubt about it. Devin Booker is a big-time bucket. Devin Booker is the closest thing, God rest his soul, to Kobe Bryant in the NBA. He can go like that. Like That's how good Devin Booker is. This is the year for Devin Booker to finally, it feels like it should have been happening, but this is the year for Devin Booker to finally reach the NBA playoffs, man. So I fully expect the Phoenix Suns to have some type of success this season. But that is that. And I expect the Mavericks to actually win this game tonight just because Luka Doncic is special, man. Simple as that. So that's why I got that. But before I get you guys out of here, also, 
my favorite team in the league. Before I get you guys out of here, I got to talk about this. So I guess it was some rumors from NBA executives that people believe that the Miami Heat success in the bubble last season was a fluke because the bubble was, you know, different. It was a whole different type of environment. It was players, you know, in hotel rooms, going back to the same gym, no fans, virtual fans, all these different, you know, type of elements in the bubble. And so people think that the Miami Heat success was a fluke. And I just want to say right here, right now, that is capital BS. No way, Jose, because everybody had the same negatives and everybody had the same positives. You have the same pros and cons for every single team in the league. You're away from your family. You're away from your kids. You're away from all the distractions. You're by yourself. You're in a hotel room. You're getting tested daily. All these different things went on in the bubble. The Miami Heat, what they did and why they're going to be, again, successful this upcoming season and they start their season off today playing against the Orlando Magic, they have all the right pieces. First and foremost, you have a top two coach in the NBA in Eric Spolcher. I think the only coach that you can make a legitimate case is a better coach in the league right now than Eric Spolcher is Greg Popovich. And Greg Popovich, as we all know of the San Antonio Spurs, is one of the greatest coaches of all time. No doubt about it. But Eric Spolcher, what he did last year, leading this team into the playoffs, the adjustments that he made, the substitutions from taking out Kendrick uh, Nunn in the starting lineup to entering um, Goran Dragic, to just doing little things, to going small ball, having Jay Crowder play the power forward and Bam play the center. All the little things that Eric Spolcher did were winning moves for the most part. He did a good job of laying out a good structure and good game plan night in and night out for the Miami Heat. He is a top two coach in this league. Also, give Jimmy Butler his credit and respect. I know he earned a lot of respect this past season in the bubble. A lot of people really became fans of Jimmy Butler in the bubble. I have been a Jimmy Butler fan since 2015. I knew what Jimmy Butler is capable of. This is a dude who led the Minnesota Timberwolves to the playoffs. You know how hard it is to lead the Timberwolves to the playoffs? The last person who did it before Jimmy Butler was 13 years prior, Kevin Garnett. You have to be a pretty ton, a tough SOB to get the Minnesota Timberwolves to the playoffs. That is not an easy task to accomplish, and Jimmy Butler did that. So I already knew he was built different. And when he wants to be, he can be a bucket getter whenever he wants to. From game one versus the Milwaukee Bucks, he had 40 points in that game. Um, he can take over games whenever he wants to. Of course, he had two triple-doubles against the best team in the league in the finals against the Los Angeles Lakers. Jimmy can't do that. He just doesn't do that in the regular season because the Miami Heat don't need to do that. First of all, they have a lot of talent already around them, but when it matters the most when they need it, Jimmy Butler can turn that switch on. And he's a top five defensive player in the league, and he's a top five clutch player in the league. Those are two things, two attributes that you can simply not take away from Jimmy Butler, man. So give Jimmy his respect. Yes, he's 31 years old. Yes, he's probably at the prime of his career, or he is in the prime of his career, but he still has a few good years left. I promise you, Jimmy Butler is a superstar in this league when he needs to be the most. But that's that. Also, Bam out of bio. It feels like Bam has been in the league for close to a decade, but he's only been in the league for going into his fourth year, and he's already turned into a star, especially last year. He was an all-star. He made the leap. He looked like a superstar sometimes. He's only 23 years young. Think about that. Bam is only 23, and he's only going to get better, especially on the offensive end of the ball. Defensively, he's already one of the best defensive players in the league because he can guard every single position from the point guard 
to the center. But this year, I expect him to be even better when it comes to taking mid-range shots, floaters, little hook shots in the lane. Of course, we already know he has the athleticism, the dunking ability, the ability to catch lobs and finish them through traffic to block shots. He's just super active, but he's only going to get better. I promise you, that is what the Miami Heat culture does. Also, Duncan Robinson is one of the greatest. He's already on the path to being one of the greatest shooters in NBA history. This past season in the bubble alone, alongside the regular season when the before the season got stopped in March on March 11th, Duncan Robinson posted the greatest catch and shoot season of all time last season with the bubble and before the season was paused. All that combined, he had the greatest catch and shoot percentage year of any shooter live. That's Kyle Korver, Clay Thompson, Reggie Miller, all the great shooters that have caught and catch that catch and shoot shots. Duncan Robinson shot better than all of them in this past season alone. And I understand completely why Miami will not put him in any trade conversation because a type of shooter like that is simply invaluable and irreplaceable. Duncan Robinson is a sniper. Then you add Tyler Hero, another player. I do not blame the Miami Heat if they do not end up trading James Harden for Tyler Hero because, or, or Tyler Hero for James Harden because Tyler Hero is a special talent. It's not many rookies that are doing what Tyler Hero did in his rookie season last year. He is the goods. He had 37 points in an Eastern Conference Finals game for against a top-ranked Celtics defensive team with Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown. That's a really good defensive core, especially with Brad Wanamaker, who, yes, they lost, but that was a good defensive team. And Tyler Hero put up almost 40 points on that team. He is a special talent. Yeah, he has a small he has small arms. He kind of has a small wingspan, but he's a shooter. He can score from any. He's a scorer. He can score with his left hand, his right hand. He gets in the lane. He's starting to become a good passer. He's starting to get point guard skills. Tyler Hero is a really good player. And yeah, he might not ever end up being or amounting to the player that James Harden is. James Harden is an all-time great player. He's a great, he's one of the greatest scorers of all time. But Tyler Hero, me personally, I think he's going to end up, before his career is all said and done, to have multiple NBA All-Star appearances and All-Star games. He is that good. Tyler Hero is a special talent. So anybody saying the Heat had a, were a fluke in the, in the bubble, it's just it's straight garbage. It's weak. It's not even a good take if you watch them. They played the best brand of basketball. They played team basketball. And they got stars on their roster. That's simple as that. But yeah, going into the season, it's going to be interesting because... I'm not going to lie. It is going to take them some time to get adjusted to the loss of Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder was a big-time piece of this team last season. But I do like the addition of Mo Harkless. I think pressure to Chua can get minutes there. And I think the sleeper that a lot of people are starting to take notice of now is Kezi Akpala. Some people call him KZ Akpala out of Stanford a couple years ago. KZ Akpala is a really good player, man. I promise you. I think he's about 6'7". He's mobile. He has a crossover. He's starting to get his jump shot down. He is going to play himself into a large role for this Miami Heat team. I promise you. He is going to carve out a good role for himself. Eric Spolster is going to love coaching this guy because he's just a coachable player. He'll do whatever any coach asks of him. He is going to be a huge player for this team, especially in the regular season. I do think he's going to help them out a lot in the playoffs as well once we get to that point, man. But trust me, this Heat team 
has a lot of talent, man. This team is probably the deepest team in the NBA, in my personal opinion. I know the Nets have a lot of players going from Kyrie all the way down to Karis LeVert or even further than that, Spencer Dinwiddie. I know, but trust me, the Heat have a lot of talent. And most importantly, they're the best in the league when it comes to developing that talent and putting it into their offense and implementing it to be the best versions of themselves, man. So give the Heat a lot of credit, man. This team, me personally, I truly believe this Heat team is the second best team in the NBA, or excuse me, in the Eastern Conference as of right now. I know the Brooklyn Nets, they looked really good last night, but also it was their first game of the season. They got to prove themselves. They got to get even better chemistry than what they have if they want to win a Larry O'Brien trophy. But trust me, the Heat, as of right now, are still the reigning Eastern Conference champs. That needs to be respected. I still think they are the second best team in the East. They'll probably end up being somewhere between a 3-4-5 seed, just like last year. But trust me, they are better than the Milwaukee Bucks. The only team that I worry about with this Heat team is literally the Brooklyn Nets, and that's because they have two once-in-a-lifetime generational-type scores in Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. But other than that, this team is definitely the second-best team in the Eastern Conference, man. But as always, I appreciate you guys if you made this far, man. Shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports, man. I'm a college basketball writer slash blogger slash journalist featuring alongside a whole bunch of other really talented writers slash bloggers slash journalists. We are at Nuts and Bolts SP on both Twitter and Instagram. Go give us a follow. Go like our stuff. For all your sports news and needs, I promise you Nuts and Bolts Sports has it all for you from basketball to football to soccer, baseball, wrestling, swimming, whatever type of sports you love, I promise you Nuts and Bolts Sports has it all for you. Also, I am featured on Nuts and Bolts Sports Podcast Network alongside a whole bunch of really talented podcast hosts and content creators. So please go check us out on our podcast network as well for all your sports podcasts. I promise you Nuts and Bolts Sports has it all for you, man. As always, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. And if you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. That is how we share grow and expand the podcast you guys be good today it's a lot of good basketball games going on right now i believe creighton is playing xavier also thinking a couple hours we're gonna have ucla versus oregon even later we're gonna have rutgers versus ohio state so it's a lot of good nba games on today as well but also some really good college basketball games on today as well so go check check those out too man but as always y'all be safe out there enjoy your christmas i will talk to you guys soon peace love and blessings 